What's up, assholes? I'm Austin. I'm Elisa. And this is the You're the Asshole podcast. This is the podcast where we read from the subreddit, Am I the Asshole? And we pick the best or guess worst from the week, month, year, whatever we decide is uh, readable. And we basically pass down our judgments on whether or not we think the person who's writing the post is an asshole. Austin just looked at me and right now and was like, what is wrong with you? I was trying to make sure all of our posts had usernames on them, and they do. What a perfect curator you are I, of posts. I am. You looked at me like I've never seen that look <laughs> ever. And like, this is what it takes for you to look frightened about something. I like, really want to give... The username. I really want to give people credit, and so I was just trying to make sure that we had them written down. Well, that's all. Okay. Um, yeah, I went back and I was even going to like take it one step further and be like, should I put how many people like liked this post? Should I put how many people interacted with this post? But I was like, let's just keep it. Those might be useful stats to know. Also, like comments. So should we could reference. Should them. we start reading comments? Um. Because some of them are freaking yeah, hilarious. Yeah, I think uh, maybe we could read like the top few twitter is nothing but assholes themselves like you mean reddit oh fuck sorry reddit oh my god (laughs) all of reddit is upset now um i think we failed to mention episode number oh by the way this is episode six that was a seamless transition technically technically episode seven but that's the last time we'll mention that this is episode six um one hit the chopping block it needed to. It was full of just, like, slurs. And not, like, racial ones. Just, like, yeah. Like we couldn't speak. Yes. Oh. I could have just said that. And it's already hard enough to understand us, so imagine that episode. I think that I'm pretty okay to understand your, like, sometimes I'll mumble, but I feel like for the most of the time I have a pretty amazing voice. You do. You do. I was I was You're more t- so referring to myself. I know. I get it. You just didn't, you wanted to throw us both under the bus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you guys are hearing this, hopefully, if I'm doing my job, um, every week. We still haven't decided on a day or getting this out, but I want to say, I want to say like a Monday. To be determined what day of the week. At the current moment, I am waiting for um, feedback from Google, basically just like the, the email to be like, Elisa, your podcast is not going against our like rules of like shit that you can't do. Which really isn't that much. Google or Apple? Apple. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) But the funny thing is, I Google, like, can I say the word asshole on a podcast in my description? Because Apple has all of these, like, contingencies, basically. It's like, you can't curse. But, like, what is, is asshole cursing? Like, maybe it was 30 years ago. I think it still is. We're an edgy podcast. Yeah. Very edgy. Yeah. Um... I Google, and there's a fucking podcast like ours out there. Oh, really? Yeah. With, this is the first time I'm telling Austin this, by the way. With a uh, curse word in the name or a yes. censored curse word in the no, name? No, a curse word. This was... Written in the title. Written in the title. On Apple Podcasts? Well, I think... I don't know if it's in the title, but it's definitely in the description. Okay. Well, it's probably just marked like mature... Well, yeah, but the thing is, uh, you're not supposed to say anything. Excuse me. 
You're not supposed to say anything, like, or put anything that could anyone could see that would be, like, Right, because right. the description, theoretically, is, anybody could see Right, it, exactly. So I had to put asterisks, like, where all the S's are. That'll help with uh, the merch down the road. It'll, we can make cool merch with yes. asterisks for S's. But, yeah, so I found that out yesterday. I didn't want to click on their Twitter, and then finally I was like, I'm going to do this. And I clicked of, on it. Of this other podcast? Yeah. And our not to be named. Not to be named. And our image is way cooler than mm. theirs. That's really at the end of the day all that matters. Not the content, but how you present has the our, content. Has our Twitter been active since the posting of well I guess we'll Oh will when you hear this. I, <laughs> listener. I, yeah. So how have you been the past three weeks? Uh, I've been fantastic. You know, just living life to the mm-hmm. fullest. Yeah. Um Yeah, how about you? I've been solidly good. Uh, <laughs> Got to downgrade just a little bit. I did so because again we've had a lot of times to recorded. I had a moment where I thought to myself, I think I know like what the asshole move of like the week or weeks is for me, and I think I might be that person. Oh. Well, I just so. I think I might be the dick, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, um, dick of the week. Yes, I... But that's not on brand. No. <laughs> it's not. No one's going to listen to this podcast. Now. So, asshole moment. They're done. They're leaving. Yeah. They're out of here. Yeah. Basically, I am... Um... For anyone who never checks their mailbox, because it's at the very beginning of their apartment complex, and all they get in their mail is bills that they can pay online anyway i didn't check my mail for like 10 to 14 days and then the mail carrier put a little slip in it that told me that it was vacant and essentially i had i had to go to the post office it was a long ordeal nobody ever wants to be at the post office and i left a very scathing review of the post office afterwards well, there's questioning more to, their customer service. There, well, there's a little more to the story, but I thought your review was. You read fit. it? No, I didn't read the review. Oh but, fuck you! Why would you do that to me? No, I haven't. I haven't read the review yet. I I didn't know you had already posted it. You had mentioned that you wanted to post I just one. I want to read it. But I thought it was justified. We could read it. I would love but why to read is it. That, why does that make you an asshole? From the sound of it, they were well, not entirely doing their job. Well, why don't why don't we read it? Okay. And then. Do you want me to read it, or you want to read it? I mean, I, I it's, it's like anything that you write as a writer, so you need, like I am. Right. I think you need to read it with like the inflection. Okay. Um, let's just say that it was a very upsetting and annoying week. I, I read back this post and I was like, do I come across as a little crazy? I just wanted to know. I think it's easy to see anybody online as crazy, so there's a good chance. Well, but some people really are. I'm pulling up Yelp right now. Hopefully... Uh... The post office responds to you like small business owners when somebody leaves them a bad review. They right. they respond and they're like, "Well, actually, you suck, and I don't want your business anymore." I love anymore. that. But um, if the post office could respond to you, that would be great. So no USP yeah USPS. Yeah. So shout out USPS, please leave a review. Come after me. So we can have more content. Are you ready for this? This was left a week ago. I gave them one star. You cannot give zeros. Oh. 
This is hands down the worst customer service I have ever received at any establishment. And this is due in most part to the fact that every single employee I have interacted with generally does not care at all and does not even have the audacity to pretend to. <laughs> I went into this. This is awesome hearing this for the first time, I swear, guys. <laughs> I went into this USPS because I received a vacant slip in my mailbox and because apparently I live in too poor of an area to be assigned to the competent one on Congress. <laughs> this is mostly my fault, as I did not check my mailbox for a week. So, taking responsibility. When I get there, I'm told the mail carrier thinks I moved. I never filed anything with USPS to tell them I did so. Upset, but trying to see how this could have happened, I hand them the vacant slip with my address and confirmation that I still live there. I am told it will be handed to the right person and it, and I will be receiving my mail in two days. Meanwhile, I am also told they are not sure where I'm, my mail is right now. That was in my mailbox. <laughs> it most likely is being returned to sender, but it's possible that it's also just somewhere in the post office. Now this is a time when a normal person would check and make sure the mail was not there in the relatively small building. <laughs> <laughs> they disappeared for all the five seconds before returning and not finding anything. AKA, they did not look for the mail and probably muttered something about how dare I walk in with the question 10 minutes before the July 4th weekend. Which is true. I did walk in there right before July 4th. I then yeah, asked. Yeah, but they also close at like 6 o'clock. You know, what are you going to do nope. if you work from 8 to 5? Right, no, they don't even fucking close. They close at fucking 530. Oh, all right, I know. I then asked them what their actual number was because because the one I called 25 times in one day was not answered. And I want to check on the status of getting my mail back, as I have important cards and work-related things being sent to my address. And for the record, yes, it was 25 times throughout the entire day. I have not been this desperate since high school. The woman states verbatim, we have a phone here, but they don't like to answer it. I was so taken aback, I didn't even say anything. But rest assured, now I know there is one place you can work at in customer service that you do not have to actually give the customer any service. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, I really understood deep down in my heart how Karen becomes Karen. I could practically feel my hair change into that weird spiked cut that never looked good on anyone. It goes without saying that newsflash USPS, I would love not to answer the phone when it rings at my work, but guess what? I also love not getting fired. Defeated, I asked if I could email them. They say they don't have an email. Instead, I can write down my number and they will contact me with more information <laughs> when my particular carrier is physical at the USPS store. Five days later, no phone call whatsoever. Finally, I get in contact with a company I know sent me mail to see if they got anything returned to them, hoping to feel better that at least it was confirmed my mail was returning to the people who sent it to me. They said they have not received anything. I am completely convinced a pile of my mail is gathering dust along with the potential of all customer service at this location. Today, five days after I was once again told my mail carrier would be notified, I still have still live at my apartment, I open my mailbox to find a new vacant slip. <laughs> oh Honestly, USPS, if you are trolling me, I commend you at this point. The only way to get in contact with this store is to take time off from your job and drive down to this location and speak to someone who will find someone else for you to speak with someone who will find someone else for you to speak with because no one is actually quite sure what is happening at their job or who their supervisor is. 
almost done. I have tried filing something online so that USPS corporate can deal with it, but talking to a real human seems to be too much to ask. My wait time in the queue is now an hour and a half, but has already exceeded this without a response. Right here is where I write something more about how the fish rots from the head. All this to say, I can't receive mail, cannot find old mail, and cannot get a new mail carrier because that does not exist. USPS, you win. Or USPS, you win again. I just... Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Austin was looking at me because I didn't think he realized when I told him I left a scathing review. I think he just, like, thought that it was... I don't think that you're the asshole regardless of the situation because that's probably the most well-written review that's ever been left on Google ever. That was so good. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Especially for USPS. You know I, they're not getting well-written reviews. It makes me sad because I have worked in customer service. I sympathize with people coming up to you and being like, I have this problem and now I need to fix it. But it's like, just just try. Just like pretend. Just like look at me and be like, that really sucks. Or like something like, I'm so sorry. Not just, don't just like sit there and be like, okay, and, and what else? Was there a pipe bomb in your mailbox? Like, because if there wasn't a pipe bomb, we're fine. How quickly can I get you to leave the counter? Yeah. So I can get to the next customer. <laughs> to sell them stamps. Am I the asshole? I think. <laughs> I am ruling no. Another uh, bit that we talk about in every podcast mm. is what we're drinking today. Yes. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you really quick if there's anybody in your life who has been a jerk to you, and I sent you a message unsolicited about what you're doing with your life or, or no oh you're triggering me i was tri- triggering a response austin has yes. one austin has one other thing that oh. he has not read to me i have an asshole moment of the week i normally don't and you, i do this week i was waiting for it i, I completely forgot i've had so much going on Austin is, in the, my mind. austin is in the process of getting buying a house well actually he bought a house he's in the process of closing on a house and as somebody who mooches off of him i cannot be more excited so that was what i was referring to when i said i'll i yes. have a lot going on a lot going on but this week i received a message from somebody that i worked with in college <laughs> sorry i can't okay go on <laughs> the you you're clearly budding with anticipation I've been waiting for this the whole day. I haven't mentioned it to you on text because I just assumed it might organically come up. Oh. But if it didn't, I was going to bring it up like I am right now. Well, thank you, because honestly, it had slipped my mind. But not because uh, it's lacking in quality. Just Never. Because of other reasons. So anyways, I received this message this week from somebody that I worked with in college and haven't talked to since then. Um, when we worked together, the dude was super nice. Um, was like he was all around a good person um, but we weren't really friends outside of the workplace we would hang out um, just if there were like co-worker events going on but, but you would say that you were like pretty much Facebook friends yeah we're like Facebook friends um, and for the a- record for the record we we're five years out of college yeah. right around yeah. five years yeah. yeah so this was a good amount of time ago to kind of just be randomly private messaging i think i've ran into him a couple times um maybe like once at a 
thing with old coworkers and once otherwise, but like we didn't really speak to each other that much. So anyways, he sends me a message just out of the blue, as I've been trying to imply, but just says, um, we should come up with a name for this person, actually. We can call him Chad. Okay, we'll call Chad's him Chad. Chad's always a jerk. Um, so I get a message from Chad, and it says, Hey, bro, how you been? Exclamation point, question mark. So clearly, clearly he's very excited to talk to me. <laughs> Or his bot is on point. Just despite our five-year absence of uh, communication, he's he's really interested in what I've been up to. Um, so I, I'm a little taken aback by the excitement about this. I'm surprised you messaged him back. Honestly, I don't message anyone back. I would have just never responded to him. I mean, but I'm so glad that you did. Yeah, I don't know. So I message him back. I say pretty good exclamation point to try to match his enthusiasm otherwise that wouldn't have been there how about you and he said i'm great (laughs) what you doing these days word for word what uh and is the you like just a you no it's spelled out okay what you doing these days or what you doing the days not these days oh god what you doing the days okay i'm gonna I uh, guess that the, the was supposed to be these okay. and was a typo. But... We can only hope. Uh, yeah, so. I said, nothing much. Just working and still in town. What have you been up to? Because, like, how do you respond? Like, like obviously I've been doing more than nothing much, but that's, mm-hmm. like, the go-to response, and I haven't talked to this person in five years. I want your insider point of view here, though. Like, in your head, what do you think he is going to why do you think he's reaching out to you? I um, I thought that he might be asking about, like, my employment or if there were, like, jobs available where I worked. Okay, like, still a little, like, out of the blue, but at least respectable if you're really trying to, like... Because I've okay. gotten... I haven't gotten messages from friends about this, but I've gotten messages from a couple people that I haven't known on Facebook... Um, asking about, like, hiring where I work. Okay. I, I guess they just, like, see on Facebook where I work, and so they might be applying there or thinking about it, so they'll, like, ask questions. And those people I've never responded to. All right, but, carry like, on. But, like, this person, since it was somebody that I knew. Right, you're not going to just, yeah. But that was my assumption. Like, I was never, like, friends outside of the workplace with this dude, so why else would he be messaging me unless he was trying to get something out of it? Mm-hmm. So I say nothing much. Just working and still in town. What have you been up to? Because for five years I've done nothing. <laughs> and he says, "Cool." K O O. I. I guess which means is like cool. Um, I'm sure the youngins say it. Those youths. Mm-hmm. He says, "Cool." I'm in Austin still. I Uber and help develop small business marketing teams. What you do for work? Why did I not, when I read this part of it, like not pick up on the very the grammar. bad grammar? I think it's this a, is upsetting. Well, there there's a thing about uh, your brain like putting together uh, sentences that aren't spelled or grammatically correct. Yeah. So that might be it. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, like, like I did it. You mean? Like you're, yeah, yeah. you're doing it like subconsciously. Like I have an excuse, but he doesn't freeze in this words. Okay. All right. I mean, it might be shorthand, or he's just how he talks i don't know and i said all right i'm gonna reread that message sorry so he said cool cool 
Cool. Lie snorted on this podcast. I'm in Austin still. I Uber and help develop small business marketing teams. What you do for work. Man, this is taking a long time to get Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. And I said, nice dude. And I work for blank. Been there since the fall after graduating. And he responds with, Chad responds with, Chad is the fake name we've assigned this gentleman. Oh my fucking god. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want any Chads that I may know out there to think that I'm implicating them. Yes, sorry. Um, Shout out uh, Chad, my friend, Chicago. (laughs) So he says, nice. How you like being there? And I said, it's been good. No exclamation point on this one. I've got a good team and I like my role, so no complaints. I mean, like... What, what am I supposed to say to this dude? God, the payout for this is yeah. really good, guys, I swear. It's yeah. like a fucking Hemingway novel. Yeah. <laughs> so he says, that's good, man. Not sure if you've been asked before, but do you keep your options open to making extra income outside of working at blank? So I get this message and I'm like, all right, this is weird. I was thinking, like, maybe... Stry's trying to recruit you. Yeah, recruit me for, like, a new job. Like, maybe he's, like, starting... A company or like work somewhere. That's what I thought too, honestly, when like, I first read it. Like he worked. So in Facebook, this is in Facebook Messenger. Under the person's name, it tells you their occupation. Mm-hmm. And his says self employed and, and works at entrepreneur. So I was like, Oh my God. I, Coming like, from someone who is self employed as a novelist, you can't take those people seriously. So, <laughs> so I have nothing to go off of. But I'm like, This this guy was like a nice dude. Like maybe he's got something cool going on with, I don't know. Like, Mm-hmm. So, I'm like lost at what's going on. So I said, <laughs> although like in all reality, I'm like like where I work. I'm comfortable. Like not really looking for, as he says, options. Austin is very open to making extra income. So like, like such a thing. So that's it. He's making it sound like this would be an extra job outside of my normal business hours. Like, I don't want to do that. I value my... You don't need that also. Like, maybe... I mean, more money is more money, but, like, I don't, you know... Yeah, I can pay my We get it. We get it. Let's move along here. (laughs) So I respond, hmm, I haven't... Of course, because I'm trying to be polite. They say, hmm, I haven't really considered it because I like my work-life balance at the moment. But why? What's up? Still trying to keep it open in case there's, like, one chance he has, like, a home run offer. You're sensing where this is going, but you really want him to take the last exit. Yeah, I want him to be like, I'm going to offer you a six-figure salary at my startup. You just have to go door to door. Even though we haven't talked in five years, I can Mm -hmm. sense you're the right one. But what does he say instead? Chad responds, well, answer this honestly, dot, dot, dot. Never a good sign. Never a good sign when they uh, ask that. Do you have dreams and goals and want more options in life, or are you okay with settling with blank, that being my company's name, or whatever job for 40 years? All right, so when I get this message... I fucking cannot. When I get this message, we're at a bar with some friends. At my book reading. Yes, we had gone to a book reading that Elisa was doing and then we were hanging out with some of our author friends afterwards um, and 
I had been like messaging this guy on and off throughout this day, responding to his stuff, and I get this message, and I am so taken aback, I don't know how to respond, and so I show it to all of them, and we talk about it, and the consensus basically is that this dude is probably in... A pyramid scheme. Or the PC word, multi-level oh, marketing. Oh, God. That's, sorry, that's what it's called. I don't do business. Yeah. This guy's uh, in a fucking pyramid, a pyramid scheme. scheme. <laughs> so we're, like, bouncing around different ideas on should we... Should I just, like, fire back at this dude? I am all in on this. Um, I, was, I was all in on the being sassy. Be sassy to so him. So fucking inappropriate. Should I... Should I pitch him on my own pyramid scheme? Oh, I would have liked that um, one. And so it uh, took... I didn't... Res- this this all... When did it happen? When did he send you this? This all was occurring on Saturday. And so we were talking about it. I finally respond on Monday. I'm surprised you responded evening. at that point, honestly. I thought you were going to, like, let it go. And... But you... No, not, like, in a mean way. Like, yeah. your response, you'll read it right now, so, is way more put together... Not yeah. put together, but way more, like, nice than I would have been. Yeah. So I... Went through, like, all of these... I went through periods of considering these different options. And what I finally settled on... And if it was somebody that I didn't really know... Which I don't really know this guy. But we were, like, acquaintances. Like, I would have probably just not responded or been sassy or something. But, like, since I knew this dude and considering I thought he might be in a pyramid scheme... (laughs) I wanted to, like... Oh, you wanted to save him? I wanted to try to give him, like... A no, but also, like, hey, dude, like, you can do something else than a pyramid scheme. And I'll admit, it is assumptive that he is in a pyramid scheme, but I will say, based on Are the language he's used... Me? Are you kidding me right now? Based on the language he's used, it seems like that's what's going on. This guy is, like, one step below selling Mary Kay, but one, yeah. like, I don't even know what's up above. Small business marketing teams. I guess. Mary Kay, so, whatever. I'll reread his last message just to preference uh, my response, because my response is a little bit more lengthy. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right. I opened a can of So words. Chad's last message was, well, answer this honestly, dot, dot, dot. Do you have dreams and goals and want more options in life? Or are you okay with settling with my employer or whatever job for 40 years? Okay, so after much deliberation, this is my response. All right, man. Since that last message was extremely pointed, I've been going back and forth on whether or not I should even respond to this. But since it seems we're on the topic of unsolicited life advice, here we go. First off, to belittle my current job by calling it settling is not the best recruiting pitch. You know nothing of my plans or goals. For all you or anyone else knows, I already have my dream job at the age of 26. I didn't say anything about how much money I do or don't make. I could be perfectly fulfilled and there would be no way you could tell from my Facebook or the five messages I've sent before this. This message was rude and assumptive and tries to manipulate me to think that my dreams and goals can't possibly be aligned with working at my employer or whatever job. That was in quotes. Quoting his message. I'm guessing somebody has told you to use this to use a line similar to this in your pitches. This is exactly the goal. To make people think whatever they're currently doing is not good enough 
and to encourage them to think that the way to achieve those goals is by working with you. I don't know who it is you're working for or what mentors you have, but any job that is pushing you to try to recruit people from Facebook that you haven't talked to in five years does not have a good business model. You don't know my skills or experience or how I would fit into one of your small business marketing teams. <laughs> Anyone else that you reach out to in this manner hasn't provided you this info either. A healthy business doesn't need to pitch to anyone and everyone in this way to find talent. Talent comes to them, or at the very least, they canvas based on degree, experience, recommendations, etc. So no, I'm not interested in using my free time to work for whatever it is that recruits in this way, because in short, whatever it may be is anything but a viable business. Yeah, working whatever job for 40 years might sound scary, but this job won't sustain someone for five. I didn't want to send this message, but did because you were always a nice guy to be around. And when we work together, you were always a nice guy to be around when we work together. And I'm sure that hasn't changed. I appreciate your hustle and desire to truly work for yourself if that's what you want out of life. But this isn't the way to go about it. Whatever it is that you're caught up in is not going to set you up for the future. And if by some miracle it does, it's going to be at the expense of the people that you recruit along the way. Despite all this, I hope you're doing well, man. It's nice to hear from old friends. I just wish it wasn't under these circumstances. So there was something that I forgot to mention before this message as to further reason why I thought this was a multi-level marketing scheme. Um, I sent this. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. I sent this conversation to some people that were other coworkers of mine and Chad's. Um and one of them said that he ran into him in a grocery store recently, and he was like, yeah, he tried to recruit me to be on his business team and talked about <laughs> how he had mentors and stuff. And he was like, honestly, I think it's some sort of, he said MLM, multi-level marketing. I don't, I don't uh, understand. So, Can I not say pyramid scheme is derogatory no, in the no. business world? I feel like I'm saying Pyra the pyra like pyramid scheme is what it is, oh, but like okay. the multi-level marketing is the business-friendly <laughs> version. Don't of give it. a shit. All right, so, so holy he, shit, he did not respond that much. So he, I'm looking over at Austin's yeah, phone, and so he looked at it uh, pretty quickly with within 30 minutes, um, but he didn't respond for a couple hours. Um, and he finally responded, and I will preface his re response with the fact that I have not responded to him yet because I have not had time to. Also, I've not heard this, so I am the yeah. excited. So this is the first you've heard this. So, response from Chad Redacted. Lol. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Chad, you had so much time, and that's what you settled on? Lol. Oh. I laugh because this is a great response, and I'm glad you got that out. I respect that. <laughs> I'd like to say I apologize if I came off rude or presumptive. That is not a recruiting pitch or have anything to do with whatever I'm caught up in, quote-unquote. I actually already got your answer, and this was me only attempting to challenge your thought process and see where your mindset was. The fact that you seem perplexed and offended by my question shows me exactly that. So he's like trying to turn this back on me. How did you not message me about this? Because this was Go. a very long message. Okay. So. Obviously, you stated your content. He said your instead of you are. Oh, honey. Obviously, you stated your content where you are 
and no one has asked you about other options to making income before and that's why I may have used the word settling because most people don't know that they can have other options than their current job and believe that they are on track with achieving their dreams or being fulfilled when they are most certainly not. FYI, if I was pursuing to recruit you or anyone for that matter, I don't care about talent because talent isn't a requirement or what I look for in a person and it's God-given and what I do doesn't take talent. Furthermore, I don't care about a person's skill set. Skill, I don't care about a person's set of skills either because skills can be learned. I wasn't giving you advice. I was delivering trigger words. Big red flag. To insight self-reflection, which you clearly caught on to. My initial intent was to see if you were keeping your options open to making extra income and then ask further about your dreams and goals. You're a very sharp guy, and that's why I wanted to reconnect. Gaslighting. Yeah, and, like, we didn't take classes together. Yeah, he's just like, um, you're mad. We were different I was trying to tell you that you were smart. You didn't get it because now you're not smart anymore to me. If you are fulfilled and believe what you are currently doing will help get you all your dreams and goals, then I encourage you to keep pursuing that. If slightly anything from this only amounted to you looking further into pursuing other options or thinking about your current situation to get to your dreams and goals better, then I'd be satisfied with that, bro. Man, that was run on. I hope you don't have hard feelings because I don't. I hope you're actually doing well, too. Again, my apologies. Apologies. Is that it? That's it. Okay. Well, um... So much there. There's a lot. He never talked about his business again. Which apparently is a thing that happens in... uh, I've been reading another subreddit, anti-MLM, which is anti-multi-level marketing. You need to post this. So it's it's basically just a lot of people, like, posting uh, shit they see on social media, like, people promoting their stuff. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but apparently one of the things that commonly happens, like, if you, like, get in a conversation with these people mm-hmm. is they, like, will – if they're not, like, overtly selling a certain product, like healthcare product or something. Like, right, the, like it's the, not, like, one thing. That right, can, okay. they'll be they, – they don't really, like, get into what it is their business is very easily. No. And, It'd be too easy to judge even more. Right. Um, so there were a lot of things in here that, like, just really cried multi-level marketing, like, trigger words, like I said, um, and then, like, saying that you were doing this conversation to see, like, how you reacted to something, and then you so were going like, to, like, challenge them on it. So, like, now he's testing you? He's testing someone uh, he hasn't talked to in a long time, yeah. even though he already thinks you're sharp enough to be a part of his... One thing that I thought was wild was he basically said something along the lines of most people don't know that they can't make income outside of their normal job and it's like like, yeah uh, i know i can deliver pizza outside of my nine to five if i want to make more money or drive for uber right you also know like even beyond that that if you really like had to make ends meet for whatever reason or needed like more income you could probably get a second job that aligns to your fucking economics degree I fucking hate this piece of shit. Like, he sucks. Well, the, well, the, thing, the thing that um, the thing that is upsetting to me is this guy is, like, actually a really good person, I think. Like, from my experience with him and, like, from what I can tell on Facebook now, like, um, he's 
with association to his religion, he does a lot of stuff to help other people. That's awesome. Which is, like, very redeemable. Um, More than just judging people for, like, having sex before being married or something. Right. Right. No, and absolutely he, and, cool. and, and I'm assuming he's always been religious, and he was never that... Um, that I never saw that judgmental side from him yeah. when we worked together, even though there was, like... It was a college workplace, so there was a lot of stuff that could have been judged. Yeah. But, so, like, I think he's, like, actually, like, a really good person, and I'm just, like, worried that he's gotten into something. I'm pretty empathetic towards a lot of people's, like, choices in life and, like, things that they do to, like, make money. I don't, like, judge people. The second that you start judging other people, though, I'm, like, I'm over right. him. Uh, yeah. I don't give a shit. And I, and I agree. I'm just, I'm just saying... Austin I, has a little heart. I'm just saying I want to think that he doesn't realize the extent of what those messages imply mm-hmm. because they're coached that, hey, this is the way that you need so to go So you know it. that when we return next week, if you do message him back, we need the update. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely give an update because I haven't responded yet because I haven't had time, but I probably will at some point. So we'll see where it goes. Moving along, so we can start our actual part of the what is it? The body the of the bo- podcast. The body of the podcast. Yeah, let's talk about what we're drinking real quick before we um, move on. I am drinking Bon and Vif. Did we talk about this last time we were on the podcast? I think you've had it uh, once before. Well, here's the, the, thing. the first week that you got here's it. Here's the thing. There's a clementine hibiscus one that's a new flavor i know oh. it tastes like little clementine oranges i really enjoy these bon and vives because mm. they have no sugar they have no sugar and yeah. they are only 90 calories 4.5 percent alcohol and i f- don't feel myself like hating myself if i drink too much of them a lot of these seltzers that are popping up now um they have sugar and you and can a, like and a little bit more calories a and these what they what we heard was that they filter it through the fruit or whatever mm-hmm. and so that's how they get the flavoring without the sugar i Something personally like very much Don't enjoy this clementine one i would give it a 3.5 out of 5 that's, that's solid solid especially for a seltzer definitely shout out bon and vive this week i am drinking a beer from clown shoes brewery I've been drinking a lot of their beer recently. This one is the Undead Party Crasher. What I like about these guys is everything I've tried from them is really good. And also they have like such badass art on all of their cans. I'm looking at it right now and it's fucking cool. So this can has got some dude in like a intense military outfit and he's fighting a zombie frankenstein a troll a werewolf and an elf this is all happening on one can and, and they still have like a like place and for like a little... the girl from the ring is up here oh on my the God, ceiling show me that and he has a crossbow there's, uh, there's so much to digest here so it seems like there's a backstory to this particular brew the party crasher because they have writing here on the side and i think it's pretty interesting so i was going to read it if that's okay yeah it says in a world full of uncertainty hardship and people trying to hold us back do we need the undead and trademark attorneys too clown shoes says no die monsters die 
forces of darkness brought about a change in the name of this beer, which was released to celebrate our second anniversary, but it still sports signature dark malts, holy water, and malt smoked locally with hickory and ash. So I'm guessing they had like a naming problem. Yeah. That's a uh, lot to put but on they, a beer. I mean, they're really proclaiming they, their pro- so. So the werewolf that he's like directly attacking looks like he's wearing a suit. So I'm guessing that's like the trademark attorney. What is the percentage? The percentage of this beer, as is it 18? It is high, as most of the beers I pick out for this podcast. This one is 10. percent That is very high. And it's also a full pint, which a lot of their beers are, which I also enjoy. And what would you rate it? As most of Clown Shoes beers, which I regard highly, I regard this one highly as well. Mm, wow. So I would rate it a four out of five. Nice. Yeah. Are we ready to move along to the first post? Yes. Okay. But I, looking at it right now, as you bring it up to read, um, I would say we're going to put a 20-minute moratorium on whatever this might become. Okay. All right? I'm fine with that. Fair enough. This comes to us from user unique dust am i the asshole for making my yes to my boyfriend's proposal conditional on him getting a better ring reddit is a shit place to discuss anything wedding it really is that's how we know this will be juicy or at least i'm hoping oh yeah my boyfriend is a doctor he has no debt and makes an easy 200k and change we've been dating for three years now Last Friday, he took me to this beautiful, very expensive restaurant and proposed. I cried tears of joy and said yes. When he proposed, I didn't even look at the ring. I just knew I wanted him. Mm. (laughs) I've been wearing the ring he gave me, and I feel horrible about myself, but I just plainly don't like it. It looks very cheap. The diamond is tiny, and it honestly looks like one of those rings you see in a display at Walmart. Earlier today, Curiosity got the best of me, and I asked him how much did he spend on the ring. He actually looked really proud, and he said he got it for a huge steal. The jeweler said it was worth a thousand, but he got it for three fifty. I'm not going to lie, I was hurt. This man has no debt, he makes an incredible salary, and he couldn't even get me a ring worth a day of his salary, not a single freaking day. I told him that I appreciated the proposal and I do want to marry him, but I don't really like the ring he picked out. It looks really cheap. It is cheap, and it seems like he didn't really put effort into it. He was hurt by what I said. He said he picked a minimalist design because I'm a minimalistic person. I told him all this is true. There is something that's this is something that's just supposed to symbolize our love and a lot of alliteration there <laughs> i didn't think going on with you <laughs> i didn't think he needed to spend the traditional three month salary but i don't think a three thousand dollar ring approximately three to four days salary for him jesus no big deal would be too unreasonable for to ask for I showed him some ring designs I found online I liked in the two to $3,000 range and told him that if he found something cheaper that I liked, I would be open to that option, but I'm wearing that thing forever. I want to love it, and I want to look at it knowing how much my future husband loves me. 
the fact that we have multiple video game systems and other things he loves worth more than my ring just makes me sad. He told me I was being materialistic and that he'd be more comfortable saving that money towards a honeymoon or a house. He said he will get another ring if I really hate my ring, but spending more than $500 was straight up not happening. I told him that that's fine, but my yes is conditional on getting a better ring that I actually like, and he will be very hard-pressed to find one I like for less than $500. If I'm not worth the cost, then I know where he stands. He just left at that point, and we haven't really talked much since then. I feel just so unloved. Is a ring really going to be the thing that breaks up a strong three-year commitment? Like a $350 ring? Are you kidding me? Am I the asshole for thinking he's being an inconsiderate jerk for spending half a day's salary on my engagement ring? And am I the asshole for making my proposal conditional? There are a few, and by a few I mean a good amount of edits. There's a good amount of edits. Some of which are, um, I read a little bit of some of the edits, and some of them are very telling. But I do want to start off with just the immediate reactions. Austin, take the floor. You want me to take the floor? Yeah. Oh, man. My immediate reaction... The, the title itself grabbed my attention just because mm. I knew it would be, like, a very uh, turbulent topic. Mm-hmm. And it's not descriptive on, like, you know, what was spent and stuff. So you really have no clue going right, in. Right, which is good. Let's you not know. make our... She could be someone yeah. that, like, wants her fiancé to buy, like, a $30,000 ring when he makes, yeah. like, $60,000 a year right. or something. Yeah, for so, sure. So I was, like, very interested by that. Um, but, like... She does a very good job of, like, immediately establishing that he can spend money, which in crafting this post was the best way she could do that to get people on her side. Absolutely. Like, she played her cards well. I mean, you're going to sound like a dick if the first thing you're like, this ring looks cheap. It sucks. (laughs) I hate this ring. Um, Yeah, putting that he's a doctor in the first sentence and then putting that he makes $200,000 with no debt as a doctor, which I find to be weird. If they're, I mean, yeah. who knows, like, what his financial well, situation. But or, or they're older and he's already paid it off or something. Maybe. You're right. I didn't yeah. think that. I thought that they would maybe be a little bit younger. But, yeah. Okay. They never mention age. No, they don't. Uh, more likely, though, he had scholarships or his family helped him out or something. But True. at the end of the day, he doesn't have debt. So he has disposable income. One thing that I was thinking of while I was reading this is, like, I feel like uh, two points. One, I think girls have a much – girls, ladies, women have a much better understanding of, like, how much rings cost than guys because, <laughs> it, like, it, just like anything, like, you want something or think something will happen in your future. You, like, look at different versions of it. Like, yeah. if you want certain cars in your future, you'll look at, like, different models and, like, how much they cost. Or, and like, like, oh, yeah. yeah, I could totally afford this car that's, like – a year salary for me or something. Right. You know, like just, uh, so one of those things with women would obviously be engagement rings because for a lot of women, they want to get married in their life. Uh, so that was one thing I was thinking, like, obviously there's a disparity between like, unless this guy's just like a complete asshole, there's a disparity between like his understanding of like what, uh, 
decent ring costs and like absolutely what she has known from like looking at stuff. Another thing that I was thinking like while I was looking through all this is when she's talking about like how much she makes a day and that like he couldn't spend half a day's uh, worth of salary on like a ring for her. I spent half a day's worth of salary on a lot of stupid shit and like <laughs> so it or or even more than that. So yeah, like so have I. I don't so, even make a lot of money at, at all. And and so maybe that but that also might be a product of people that don't make over two hundred thousand dollars a year, but really, you would think that you, be but opposite. you would think it would still scale that like, that it would scale somewhat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, so that was ridiculous to me. And and then another thing that I was thinking of while I was reading it is I was trying to put it in comparison to myself. And she does mention at the end like this is something that I'm gonna be wearing for the rest of my life. I was thinking like if I had like a watch or something that was gifted to me like i would obviously want it to look good you know if yeah. you think badly of it it's not going to give you confidence or something True. Or, or something like that Do like you if you're wearing it all the time like the watch i gave you for christmas that you enjoy oh yes i wear it all the time <laughs> but that's an example of like yeah i've gotten watches in the past that i haven't been super fond of and you just like don't wear them but that's not an an, an option with an with an engagement ring like i guess you could wear your wedding band but right. a lot of women still wear their engagement ring all the time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, so that's something you wear all the time. Also, um, you get engaged and then, like, everybody and their mom wants to see your ring. Yeah, I so, mean, that's, it's unfortunate. It's not unfortunate. It, I, it's whatever way you want to look at it, but you're right about that. Everyone wants, oh, what's the ring like, so, you know? So even if, uh, unfortunately, even if, like, you and your partner are um, – hopefully completely comfortable with each other in your relationship and like maybe even this is what you wanted in a ring yeah some people for better or for worse might be like uh like that's not my thing does this guy like really love her you know like oh yeah like if they see this 350 dollars ring when they know he makes a good amount of money which i think some people might like uh, unfairly be judgmental about not, the two of them. Not to jump in on, like, take away from, like, points. I wanted to hear all of your points before I, like, kind of talk about it more. But, I mean, that's also unfortunate in a way where it's like, well, you don't know the decision they've come to together. I mean, they yeah. could totally both be people that are, like, sat down and were like, hey, I want to get married. We want to get married to each other. Like, let's just talk about this. Like, let's pragmatic about it. Like, right. What do you want? And the person can be like, look, I'm not a person who really wears rings at all. I don't wear jewelry. Like, I'm just not the type of person. But I would like a ring. Why don't we just get me, like, a, I don't know, like, a quartz or, like, a turquoise or whatever. And that's, like, totally between them. My problem with this is that, like, this seems to be just his point of view. Yeah, here. it is his, his point of view. Yeah. Um, And I don't have a lot of, like experience with this topic you know uh, or like a lot of friends that have gotten engaged like i have friends that are married, married or engaged that's true yeah. but but i haven't really talked to a lot of people about like their own engagement process mm-hmm. but so this might be like totally unbased but a feeling that i have um just from this like s- small uh conversations i've had these days i feel like a lot of couples have the conversation in some context of like what the lady likes and like yeah if as little to being what type of design to most being like she's already picked out like the ring and told this them is it. like what they want <laughs> right 
which I, which bothers I get, some people. I understand. Yeah, I mean, I get the whole like surprise thing about it, but also like there is the the fact that like like we said, they're wearing it all the time, you know. So you want to have something that that's you like. That's what I think, though. It's like it's really hard because I think the a lot of thing about like rings or engagement rings in general that like makes reddit like so upset is just the idea of like one having to get one in general right and that's part of it but at the same time like i feel like looking at it in terms of like okay so there's this question that you're asking to somebody that's essentially probably the most important question of your life i would think and it's like not capping it off sounds like a bad thing, but it's like, if you're going to use this ring as like a symbol of that or whatever, it's like, well, you talked about it earlier. I don't want to wear something that's fucking cheap. Like, I mean, this is going to sound like awful, but like, I'm not going to wear something that's like, I'm worried is going to fall apart in three years and it's supposed to last me for the rest of my life. I get Reddit's distaste sometimes for like what usually is like heterosexual men, but it's like, these people didn't have a conversation. I'm sorry, not to get ahead. These people had no conversation. And it's okay, I guess, not to have one if the guy's just like, I want to, like, pull a sweet home Alabama and, like, take her into the middle of a ring store and be like, pick out whatever one you want, babe. But, like, that's not what happened. Yeah. So it's just, I think that if you're both agreeing, and I preface this with this, if you're both agreeing that he is going to buy the ring, then it's not very unreasonable to think that somebody who makes $200,000 a year should be so upset over a $2,000 ring. I mean, bending three fifty dollars on a ring? Like, just don't get me a ring. Just... Like, this, this guy's probably spent more than three fifty dollars on a night out. Yes. If you want to die on the hill where it's like, I don't believe I should buy a ring, and like, that's not what this relationship is. Like, I still would be super upset, and we would have a long conversation about that, but that's way different than being like, you're not worth a pair of my shoes. You know what I mean? Like, my love for you is only as conditional as the amount of money I spend out with my bros on a weekend. I think, like, the this guy doesn't... Part of the thing is, like, he doesn't view that, like, comparison between like the expenses because he just has this mindset of a ring isn't worth spending that much money on. I think it's also yeah. like a it might be like hatred of like what that ring is too. It's like oh this ring that I have to get. Yeah, maybe so. Right? I mean that's probably might be part of it. Yeah, I don't know. You want to read Possibly. It? I mean there's like a few things that it could be and we didn't get info on it but that could totally be one of them. I, w- I mean, I feel like that's definitely part of it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he is, like, a super, like, quote-unquote cheap person. But it, yeah. it's not as if... If she had made this, like, thing... Like, if, if he the, was so a the college only... student that had, was in debt, and, right. like, like, this conversation would not be the same. Right. It would be completely different. Yeah. One of the things that made me think he... You mentioned being a cheap person is she said, like, he mentioned that not spending that money could be something they could save for their wedding or honeymoon. But like when I was reading that, it made me just think like, dude, you don't have like any debt. You probably have money for those things. Like what, why is that? 
And to me, that just sounded like an excuse. It's but, such an excuse. I yeah. feel like it's probably, honestly, I feel like it's the hatred of the ring or the idea that or she's... Or just, like, really frugal. Or, right, super frugal or thinking that she's materialistic, which, honestly, that might be the case. Who knows? It doesn't seem that way to me. But that's something that, like, I feel like you, if he really is in love with her, he should know by now. Yeah. Sorry, the edit. Uh, are we saving our conclusions? Yeah, I think okay. we need to... There's just, like, just so many things that yeah. are going to be talked about. So first, edit. I've been told to lead with things I mentioned in the comments, such as he has spent 4000 on a Vegas trip, and he's normally not frugal with other things in his life. For example, he has wine more expensive than the ring he bought me. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. I can't. And I just feel unappreciated in that he values his things more than the one thing I have ever asked for. That's very fair. That's very fair if she's not a person who's like, give me a handbag, give me this all jewelry. Like, yeah. She just wants like the one thing she's going to wear for her life to look nice. Big ask. I guess this is a second edit. Um... I just wanted to say that this was probably the worst post I've ever made on Reddit. Sure, I put a lot of cost into my OP, original post. I've over, I'm overly analytical as it stands, and I was just trying to convey the fact that he, as a doctor, can afford much more than he was willing to spend. This was taken as an opportunity to run with the she's a shallow gold digger who only wants money narrative. Never mind the fact that I never asked for anything for my boyfriend. I cook clean the house without any help from him. We often go Dutch on dates. Hell, I just bought him a new $500 watch because his birthday is next month. Worth more than the ring. And I do pretty much the opposite a gold digger would do. Sure, call me materialistic because I don't want a cheapo crappy clearance ring, but the amount of people trying to insist I'm only after him after his money when it's patently false has solid... Is that how you say that word? Patently? I don't think that's the right word. Mm. I don't even know if that Maybe is. Maybe it's a typo. Yeah. Hit us up on Twitter if you know the answer. <laughs> it's called P-A-T-E-N-T-L-Y. Yeah. Uh, the novelist over here yeah. doesn't know shit. When it's patently false has solidified the fact that I will never post here again. <laughs> Thank you for those who have com commented in good faith. Uh, and then in bold. Also relevant to the post... Bolding because people keep commenting advice when it's not needed. <laughs> I love this woman so much. <laughs> Me and my boyfriend talked. When he realized I was offended at gestures such that he spent ten times as much on a weekend for himself in Vegas, and I feel he just doesn't value me, he saw where I was coming from and understood how having wine in his cellar worth more than my ring can make me feel unappreciated. He's the who gives a shit about a dumb rock person. <laughs> but when he realized it was valuable to me, he realized it doesn't matter if we share the same values. It's important to me. So, or since then, he's now shopping for a ring that he can afford, but what I'd actually like. Wow. I wish I could see some of the comments, but I fuck almost, those people. I almost wanted to pull them that up. We're like for shitting you. on her. I almost wanted to pull them up. Um, uh, I mean, I think we can conclude we can, good enough from. People were shitting on her. So I remember reading one of the posts and I was like shocked at the first post. The first post was like, you see, come across as very like materialistic. It's not about the ring, it's about y'all's relationship and what you're building together and it's like fuck you there were probably like so many dudes that don't have a relationship 
that were just smashing the upvote button on that. Uh-huh. They were like, oh, this I can't believe- fucking bitch. Oh, this my is, God. This is why I'm not with a woman because they're mm-hmm. all like this, and they just want me to sell my mechanical keyboard <laughs> and computer tower to pay for their engagement ring. It's not because I can't get one because I don't know how to talk to women. Yeah. Um, it was like I was so upset at the people that were being like jerks to her because I was like – I do see some people on, like, Reddit, like, answering questions, and I'm like, I get how this could come across. Again, if you're, like, a man that's just like, okay, so what? You want me to spend this amount of money despite what I make? Or, like, you think that I should buy this at all when I have, like, a strong... And again, men's opposition to jewelry and, like, the slave industry, like, is the only thing they care about is when it comes to diamonds. It blows my fucking mind. But beyond that... um, Hey, if they keep giving (laughs) us these cheap H&M clothes... (laughs) Right. Oh, like... It's cheap, so I don't have to speak out against it. Exactly. Every man can buy any single fucking, like, piece of sweatshop. This is where I can. I think the big thing about it is just, like, the dollar aspect of, like, knowing that they're getting, like, spending too much than than what it's worth. Yeah. So So, just say that. My issue is just be like, look, I think it's an absolute insane amount of money to spend on a, maybe not even yeah. a ring, but on a diamond that is not worth the price of that just for the sake that it's a diamond. I'll take that. Anyway, I sympathize with this woman 100%. This guy's a fucking dick, in my opinion. The uh, <laughs> Vegas trip and wine, the wine cellar the thing wine was the more cellar. Uh, wild Not thing. even like wine in one of those fridges we talked about. He like has underneath a, your sink. Not only does he have wine that's expensive, he has a wine cellar. I mean... I get the, I somewhat get the point of view of like, it's sort of weird that I have to spend a bunch of money on this thing, like. It's fair. You don't have to. When like, just to symbolize us getting married to yeah. each other and like are oh, wanting to get married. Yeah. I because get that. like, a lot of people would probably be like, I would also like to get something that is worth this value that I could wear forever because right. that would be really cool too. Yeah. Um, but. When you make $200,000 and you don't have debt, like, I feel like that it's a different story. is a different story. It know? really is. Because I'm, like, looking at you right now, and I know you're, like, navigating the situation, like, on tiptoes. But it's one of those things where, like, I made I, – I can't stress how much I don't make. So if I even made, like, double what I made right now, I'm going to say I would be, like, okay, if Austin really, like, wants something and, like, this is a – two-way street here but like i got him like a twelve hundred dollar watch well and just the his financial situation is like what's really damning about all of it like there are certain you could be at a certain point in life where like these things might be a somewhat valid excuse like is this isn't the thing that's worth for us to spend money on but like when for the most part like money isn't an issue for this guy like dude just buy like the fucking ring to like Right, make, just make her happy. Right, like, it's such it's if, just if she's being truthful about like not asking for things. You know? Also, a two to three thousand dollar ring. It's still like not that expensive in the grand scheme of things. Um, what do you what are your what's your consensus? I mean, obvi- obviously this dude is an asshole. It's good to hear from her edits that um, he's since 
um, actually listened to his fiance. That is nice. Been in the understanding of her. That's good. That's good Cause he could have really like, he could have really hung on to this and like, Oh, that would have been the, uh, upsetting. her buying him a $500 watch thing was very funny. And like the cherry on top. Yeah. She, she doesn't strike me as a jerk. Idea. I think Reddit just wants her to be one. Yeah, definitely. All right. So I'm going to read finally post number two, <laughs> post number two. Am I the asshole for giving my concert ticket to another girl after my friend said she only wanted to go with me as, quote-unquote, friends? And this is by, um, huh. This is by Nipslip911. Oh, excellent name. I, yeah, okay. (laughs) It's so millennial of me that I read Nipslip911, and I was like, why... I mean, there, there was probably a nip slip on that Whoa. day. Oh, God, honey, no. <laughs> it's not too soon. If you haven't heard, kids, 9-11 jokes are in now. Are they happening? They've been happening for, like, 10 years. So it's weird, because, like, the Holocaust jokes rarely happen. The Holocaust then... jokes happen a lot. Uh, there, I can't think of who it was, but there was a comedian that made a joke about it, like, day after. Was that Pete Davidson? Oh, God. Why would... Pete Davidson was like eight and his dad was dead. Oh, yeah. His Definitely dad died. not. No, not him. There was a comedian that made a joke about it within a week of the occurrence. Uh, 9 11 jokes have been in. I'm a 24 year old male and I have a friend who's 21. She is really nice and we've known each other for a year. She is my sister's acquaintance and we met at my sister's birthday party. I have a crush on her, although she isn't exactly my type. Lately, I feel like I've been getting vibes that she likes me back. Last week, I won a raffle and have two tickets to see a famous singer perform next month in a nearby city. She also happens to like the singer, so I asked her if she wanted to go with me as a date. I said I can book us a hotel room and we can spend the night together. She said she'd love to go, but only as friends. She says she's all right with us splitting a hotel room as long as it has two beds. She told me she doesn't feel ready to date anyone at the moment, and she doesn't do flings either, so unfortunately we can only be platonic friends. I said I'll think about it. Okay. I was quite hurt because honestly, I don't have much experience with rejection, and I was annoyed that she turned me down. Today, I asked my female coworker to go with me to the concert as a date. She immediately said yes and seemed quite excited about it, although she admitted that she never listened to any of their songs. Still, I'm taking her out for drinks on Friday. But just now, the friend who I asked originally asked if we were still on for the concert. I told her honestly that I already asked another woman, and she seemed disappointed but dropped the subject. When I told my sister about what happened, she said I'm being really douchey. She says her friend is a huge fan of the singer, and I should take her instead of my coworker, who doesn't even like the band but only wants to go because she likes me. I said she can't understand because she's not a dude. What the fuck? <laughs> because let's be, let's be honest... <laughs> I really held it together till then. Because let's be honest, if I have the choice between going out with the girl who only wants to be my friend versus a girl who is super into me and wants to take things to the next level, then obviously I'm taking the second one. Am I the asshole for just being honest about what I want? There's an edit, but we'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go first? Uh, yeah. You know, my first thing is just wait it out. It really works sometimes. Shout out me. 
Austin and I were very just good friends and then like maybe not like millennial friends and then friends but the real friendship lasts for a solid like two and a half years it's a long time yeah how long was it Austin I don't know (laughs) um here is the thing I understand asking someone that you're romantically interested in something and something with but leaving them hanging and basically waiting for their response without telling them, hey, I've decided to ask somebody else is a really jerk move. It's like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. You don't want to fuck me? This night is over. (laughs) Like, that's really, and I get it. I mean, I get it. Here's the thing. Like, I think that men get away with this a lot more than women do. There have been times that I've, like, gone on someone, and they don't want to fuck me, and I would not pull this shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just really rude, I think, to ask a friend to go with you and then, like, put these conditions on it at, like, a point. And there are other times I'm sure this guy could get laid unless he just, like, doesn't, like, have any confidence in himself, in which case I'm just, like, just be better. I think it's a dick move. I think it's a dick move. He claims she's his friend. So it's not even like the girl I like. Wait, the the first girl? I thought he yeah. said it was like a friend of the sister. I have a friend who's 21. She's really nice. And we know each other for oh. a year. That makes a hell of a lot difference mm-hmm. than asking a girl out on what is a date. Yeah. So now this girl who doesn't even know that this guy is interested in her, really, is like excited about going to a concert and then realizes maybe like oh is this a date and has the courage to ask oh like how do you see this like i don't want to sleep with you and then he has a fucking audacity to take it back that is a super rude move it would be less rude of a move if he didn't really know her that well and was like look i know this is going to come across as super forward we've talked a few times but i really like you and i'm thinking if we go to this concert and then she was like i don't like you in that way and he'd be like i totally understand cool whatever like move on um, nice guy syndrome to say I'm sister's done. acquaintance but yeah but yeah, they still have, same same thing i think she he made it seem yeah. like he's talked to her like he made it seem like he liked her for a amount of time and she was may or may not have been aware of that yeah definitely monopolizing the conversation yeah. austin what is your thought so <laughs> i think many guys have been in a similar situation to this dude hmm. but he navigated it absolutely horribly okay all right like <laughs> So I'm, I'm glad I'm looking at it again. So he's 24. The girl mm-hmm. is 21. Um, but yeah, they met at her sister's birthday party. So off the bat, he claims that he said he invited her as a date. So taking him by his word, he did that thing correctly at least okay. by at least saying, hey, do you want to go with me as a date? Like – at least I'm not, and I'm not making. You'll see where I go with this, but it's good to hear that he did one thing right. You know, always say it's a date, yeah. or like imply as much that it's a date. Yeah, so not to say the word, but try by, to by 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 his wording, we are led to believe that he at least did mm-hmm. that right. Okay. So 
you know, the whole asking, like, hey, do you want to go with me as a date to this? I'll get us a hotel room. I think that's all kosher. Um, and obviously her response is too, and it's, like, good that she was up front with, you know, how she felt. And, you know, she said, like... I might she, not have realized he said, like, full-on date. Sorry, go yeah. on. Yeah, he, he said, okay. do you want to go with me as a date? Okay. Um, cool. but you know, it was, that. it was good that she responded saying like, she can't get involved with them. Um, I think she said something like she at the moment, but whether or not it's because of what's going on in her life or she's just not interested in him, the root of the response is, dude, I'm not that into you, yeah. which at least she told him and yes. made it clear that they would need two beds, and that would not be how they were going. Yeah, that's uh, it. Also, you know, like, I know that you're coming from the man's point of view, but it's really hard as a woman to yeah. also be like, okay, I, it could be one thing to just be like, oh, I don't know how I feel about that, and then, like, walk away because you right. don't want to make someone feel bad. And it's, like, another thing to just be pretty upfront without being rude. Well, especially as as uh, he says she's a big fan, I could see, like, some people being like – like yeah i'll go like just because they want the chance to see that show and they're scared of saying well i'm not that into you because they're worried that that's going to risk their chance of going Mm -hmm. especially if she's 21 like she probably can't buy these tickets by herself right so that whole first proposal and shot down i am on board with how both parties handled it yeah I am too, actually. So, moving along to when he asks his second co-worker, or, well, his second uh, potential date, who is his co-worker. Bachelorette number two. Bachelorette number two. I understand that he's a dude and he's like, hey, I got these tickets. This might be a good chance for me to get laid. It's so sleazy, though. It just comes across as a little sleazy. It's not sleazy. Yeah, it in, definitely. It, it, does, it, not, does. it does. It's not sleazy in general. It does. Okay, but, cool. Okay. <laughs> but um, when guys are desperate, these are the things that come into their mind. So he 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 did not handle this transition very easily. He should, If he was thinking about asking this other girl of going with him, um, he should have like told the other girl, like, Hey, like, I appreciate you telling me that, um, but... I'll ask someone else. <laughs> but, like, you know, I... And you can, like, phrase it somewhat nicely. Not that I wanted to get laid on this trip, but you could say, like, you know, I was, like, thinking of it, of us going in this way. Like, I'm totally on board with your not being uncomfortable or not being comfortable with us having that type of relationship, but, like... You know, I don't want that to be on my mind while yeah. I'm going to this concert. So just, like, leave it at that and, like, try to maintain the friendship. And then you can go on to another girl that you're going to try to sleep with on this trip. Yes. Uh, so he handled that poorly. Um, all right. Keep in mind, he said, I'll think about it. As if uh, that is the thing that you tell someone that wants a decision. Yeah. Like... So... But even by... He did say, I'll think about it, but still, like... You know, he wasn't super fair to her, you know. That's what I'm trying to – no, yeah. what I'm trying to say that he wasn't. He could have just been like, look, I really wanted us. Like, in my head, I thought that, like, I don't know, maybe this was 
you were into me and I was into you and we can like go on a date and I just feel like I'm if even if this means I'm a jerk because I know you like this band, I'm just gonna ask somebody else. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, like, life sucks. I still might have been like, hmm, I don't know, a little ruse out in your friend of a year who enjoys this band, but I'll let it go. It's really the end of this that. Yeah. Well, and, and another thing that I thought was funny about this first girl is he said he liked her, but he wasn't that into her. I have a so that, crush on her, although she isn't exactly my type. Oh, yeah. There you go. She isn't exactly my type. So. I mean, maybe he's breaking boundaries for himself, but... Oh, at, oh at my the, gosh. At the, at the, Good at, for him. He's doing so no, much work. That, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, it sounds like he's not, like, you know, super tied into this girl. Sure. Uh, he, I it, mean... it basically just sounds like he's trying to get late. That's what all this post sounds like. But, yeah, so he asks his coworker. She says yes, and... I'm guessing he wasn't as into her, other, otherwise he would have asked her first, especially if he knew that she's into him. Yeah, So this is, like, not. further implying that he's just trying to get laid, which, like, no judgment, but, like, handle your shit better, dude. Like, you need to be nice to the original girl who obviously loves this band. Right, because if you really are just trying to get laid, I mean, so. there are more days than the day of the concert. Right. Um, so... I mean, I think it's obvious where my um, conclusion is going. Should I lead to that or should I read the edit first? Oh, shit. Read the edit. There's actually an edit on that. Or you can read it. Oh, actually, I can read it. Edit. Because a lot of the hang-up is over the hotel room thing. I would have been fine if the first girl agreed to go with me as a date but wanted separate hotel beds rooms. Nowhere do I even say that we have to share a bed. So everyone was on to kind of what you were doing, yeah. what you were thinking. I mean, I think it was a little obvious. I mean, yeah. He's trying to backtrack. But the part where she said she's not ready to date anyone essentially means she's not interested in me. She likely said she'll go with me as friends just to be nice and not hurt my feelings. I mean, if you guys are really friends, sorry, I'm, I don't think it's not hurting your feelings. I think she still would like to spend time with you as friends. What is up with men not understanding that? So, okay, whatever. So why would I make the experience awkward for the both of us when I could bring along someone who was actually interested in dating me? Edit over and bold. That makes me more upset, honestly. That makes well, me more upset. Can I see it? Yeah, it makes me more upset because I'm like, she might feel, she might have felt bad for you if I mean, you. she went on this date and didn't realize it was a date and then was like what do i do now that i'm here at this concert with the hotel room like it's a lot different than being like i think she would still want to be friends with him it's so weird to me when men are just like she doesn't want to fuck me like oh i guess this is all done let me just throw in the towel on this entire thing like well do you not agree well so i'll i'll say okay even if he wasn't just trying to sleep with somebody, which I think he was. But Do you take? just for the sake of discussion, let's say he was he's like honestly interested in a relationship with somebody. It's possible. Which is completely possible. I mean you still want to fuck someone in your relationship yeah. with them. <laughs> but like I do understand where he says like where he says she's not ready to date anyone essentially means she's not interested in me. Like I do think that something along those lines is used a lot of the time when, like, you're not interested in somebody. Um, 
But he didn't describe her situation of like, did she just get out of a relationship? Or yeah, something? but does that even matter? No. What in what context? Were you trying to imply that like she thinks that she doesn't want to just be with him and she's using that excuse, or? Well, the first girl said she didn't want to be with him. No, I know, but I mean, I meant, do you think that? not into him as like in that way and she's just using that excuse of not wanting to be in a relationship is that what you were implying well that's what he's saying that's what he's thinking that doesn't mean that's real no i mean (laughs) he doesn't know what's real right i was just i was just saying i think that is used a lot of the times by like both sexes Okay, but you... As, like, uh, as a reason, in, you know, in, if they're not into that person. Reading this, you think that she just is not really into him and doesn't want to hurt his feelings. Well, I was just saying it's a possibility. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, essentially I was just saying that's a possibility. On the initial reading, which is written by him, like, and for their age, I think that that's something that would be, like, used a lot. If you're not into somebody. Yeah. No, it's fine. Um, I mean, regardless, I guess I didn't right. mean to get him up yeah. over on the words of it. Um, what I was trying to say is, do you feel like her not even being interested in any relationship or like any type of thing happening whatsoever is kind of like grounds for him being like a little bit like it makes more sense as to why he would be completely like, let me move on. Yeah. I mean... I think it's, I mean, he says right in the beginning that he has a crush on her. So, as a guy, no, but I mean, he being a guy in his early 20s, if he has a crush on a girl, like, it's going to be hard for him to navigate those waters of going from having a crush to just being friends. Yeah, but I mean, like, people do it. They don't. Do it all in one setting you, with you the know, concert on the line. Right, with this concert on the line. and like That was his fault, honestly. You know, yeah, I mean, but it, I understand, like, wanting to ask her if she wanted to go with him, especially she's a fan of this band and, like, he was really into her. Yeah. You know, why not? So, it, and and he is true in his edit. He didn't mention that, like, they had to stay in the same bed or something. No, It was just something yeah. that she said which was appropriate for her to say if uh, – she wasn't into him or not ready. I, um, I'm going to go with I still believe he's the asshole. And the only reason is is because he basically tells her if he had handled the beginning part of this post a little differently. And was like, oh, I liked It's still kind of a jerk move because he's friends with her. So I'm not really sure. But if he had been like, I really wanted us to go, you know, on this date, like as a romantic, th- a romantic thing. I feel like it'd be one of those issues, or rather those instances where I would be like, okay, if people were being, like, truthful up front, and then he said, if then if that's not the case, like, I don't mean to be rude, but I'm going to try to ask someone else. But he kind of just left her hanging. So yeah. I kind of feel like he's a dick. Um, I don't disagree. I think that that's something that people the age of 21 to 24 have a difficulty doing. Okay. Um, but... I do, I mean, I don't think anyone in this situation is a, as egregious of an asshole as we've seen in other posts. No. Like, if anyone is, I mean, if, if anyone is at fault, he definitely is because, like. Oh, he's at fault for sure. I like, still think he's, the yeah. the original girl that he asked, like, definitely isn't at fault because she did the most appropriate thing of, like, saying how she felt. And yeah. what she wanted to be comfortable if they were going to go. Um, 
but I also don't think he's at fault for wanting to take somebody else. He just didn't handle the situation well. Agreed. All right, should we move on to the next one? This comes to us from user Feels Bad Dad. Oh, sorry, uh, Dad. All of those words, the first letter is capitalized. Yes, that means everything. Yes. In case there's any all lowercase feels bad. In case bad anyone here is encrypting the snow, or is that deciphering the snow as if it was a zodiac letter? Yeah. You never know. These could be the keys to a future mm-hmm. uh, murder mystery. Ow. Am I the asshole for being upset at my wife's friend for telling us we can adopt her unborn child, only for her to terminate it a week later? My face fell just because there's a lot that could happen in this post. That's a very heavy title. Yeah. This is not for the faint of heart. I'm getting a lot of flack from my wife for being visibly upset at this woman, and I'm currently in a state of being where I just don't want to be around her right now. This woman had a rebound relationship and got pregnant. She told my wife that she preferred to go condomless, and wouldn't you know it, When she missed her period, she insisted there was no way she could be pregnant. My wife and I had a feeling after her third missed week that she was pregnant. At work, she asked her, If you are pregnant, are you thinking about getting an abortion? The friend responded, Absolutely not. I would literally never do that. If anything, adoption. Relieved, we offered to take her child. We realized that it was financially difficult for her so we even offered to help her out money-wise, as well as emotional and fam- familial support before and after the baby was born. I'll let it be known that she actually made us believe that if she were pregnant, we'd adopt it. This got me emotionally attached to the idea because she said that at the very bottom line, she'd never, ever even think about abortion. I, it got brought up weekly for about a month. They're really close. This wasn't intruding, just casual conversation, until she went silent. We didn't hear from her for about 10 days. She sends my wife a text and says she got an abortion. While I understand her fear, and realistically I don't fully understand since I'm a guy, I feel like I got bait and switched with a potential child of mine. I know it wasn't mine, but the reason I'm so upset is because she actually had us believing that this child could have been a part of our lives. This goes beyond an abortion debate. It got real and emotional investment happen. I have a hard time seeing her. So when she comes over, my wife intentionally keeps distance by hanging out with her on the porch while I go work or hang out in the basement. I understand she's probably hurt too, but I feel hurt too. And I just need time to get to a place where I can be civil and polite because right now in my heart, I'm not. And there's an edit because that is the. That's an, you were dying throughout that. I'm just. I remember reading a little bit about this, but you know, I'm gonna keep my cool. What do you think? Um. Man. You can you can navigate these tricky waters, yeah. okay? I'm not over here gonna like throw you over no. in the canoe. So. I honestly empathize with both sides of this Mm -hmm. situation uh i mean obviously like this couple wanting to have a child i'm assuming that they can't have their own Um, that's what it sounds like he 
he didn't mention that, but I would think that yeah, is you, the re- you read it. Um, and being, you know, who knows the tribulations they've gone through trying to have a kid, mm-hmm. um, whether like it be physically or emotionally. And so he's probably like super pumped to have the possibility of having this kid. Yeah. And being like a dad. And... And, and, and not only just adopting a kid, but being able to be through the entire pregnancy process, like they're friends with this person and being able to experience that process um, in person, which is something that you normally wouldn't get with an adoption. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I empathize from that side. What is interesting to me is from the title of the post, I was expecting this to be like a late term, term abortion or something. Me too. Um, but from the sound of it, it's, it, it sounds like he says it got brought up weekly for about a month um, between his wife and the woman in their workplace. And then she went silent and they didn't hear from her from did, for 10 days. So let's say she's like, it sounds like from the post, she was a month and a half into her pregnancy when she made this decision to get an abortion. So it's probably like three and a half months into her pregnancy. Why do you say that? Because didn't she talk about not having her period? And you can't really oh, detect yeah, yeah. You right. can't detect that you're pregnant yeah. until six weeks. Right. She's probably yeah. three and a half months at yeah. least. Yeah. So That's still super early though. So she was a ways in. Um, I mean like a ways in where it's like we could be pregnant right now and I No, it, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. I, I'm I'm not yeah. disagreeing with you. Um but between her and the couple, they had been talking about it for like a month and a half as mm-hmm. A thing that was going to happen yeah um but in the timeline of her pregnancy she was like a third to a halfway through probably i would say probably only a third yeah so i understand from the mother side of it like things are changing with her body and like she's probably you know fully understanding the weight of the ordeal that she's gonna have to go through and then yeah uh she goes silent for 10 days probably because she feels super guilty about having this agreement with her friends and knows that they really want a kid, but she's not willing to go through that with her own body, which is completely acceptable and understandable. So at the end of it, I mean, in the context of the post, like the guy, if you had to pick somebody as the asshole, Um, it's by the way that he phrases it, he's not like being rude to her. He's just like avoiding her, Mm -hmm. um, which I understand him grieving. I don't think that he should blame her. And like he said, bait and switched, like it is understanding that like he was really excited to be a dad and have this child in their life. And that didn't happen. Um, but He's got to understand, like, the realities of the effect on their friend's life by going through a pregnancy. So, um, it's hard because when people ask questions, ask, what the fuck am I like? Okay. People ask questions on Am I the Asshole. Sometimes they ask these questions that, like, you you want them to ask something differently or, or a different way. It's like, am I the asshole for being upset at my wife's friend? Like, what does that mean, Right. 
am I the asshole for being internally upset but realizing that I shouldn't be upset with her? Or maybe in this case, am I the asshole for being upset at my wife's friend and as a result, kind of fucking avoiding her? And if we're going to go with the latter, this guy is such a huge piece of shit. I can't. There's so many things here. So many things. First off, they hijacked this baby. When she was, like, at her most vulnerable. They did go in hot right away. Didn't want to be, like, and I get it. I mean, I don't get it, actually. I don't know what it's like to want to be pregnant. I don't know what it's like to, like, not be able to have a kid. Well, they're probably, like, desperate for a child, and they saw this person yeah, with a child that they like knew wouldn't They're, like, desperate want. in the way where you put a knife up to a pregnant woman and, like, rip it out. <laughs> and, like, are like, it's mine! I have it! I'm not trying to make fun of, like, lie of their situation. But it's just so tone deaf to me. I need to even, I need to take this from Austin right now just to read a little part of it. Because there was some part of it that like really bothered me. Oh, here it is. If you are pregnant, are you thinking of getting an abortion? The friend responded, absolutely not. I would literally never do that. If anything, adoption. Relieved, we offer to take the child. Okay. So you realize that she doesn't want to have an option, which, by the way, it's crazy to think that she's settling on, like, what she wants to do in the most distressing, probably, moments of her life. Secondly, you think that, like... Yeah, they're asking her this, and then right away they're like, can we have the child if yeah, you're going to do that? Yeah, you're literally hijacking and so she her. Has, she has to commit right there, like... Uh, I guess. And then, like, and then you can't tell them no after that. Can you imagine her, like, be so much pressure. when she's just like, oh, these two people that are always super nice to me and super sweet. I mean, I really don't want to keep this baby. Wouldn't they be really good parents? It's, like, super, like, it's, like, mind-fucking her without even, like, realizing. So yeah. they're, like, there's so many avenues I can take with this. I don't even want to take them. Maybe she never wants to see that child again. Like, maybe it'll be really fucking hard for her to see that kid again. Maybe she wants to put it up for an open adoption. It would be difficult, like, like giving your kid away to one of your friends, you know, yeah. and seeing them grow up and stuff. That would be a lot harder than just having a random... I didn't even think about that side yes, of it. Yes, that would be so hard. I mean, I thought about it a lot of times where it's like... What if I live in, like, Trump 2024 and I can't have an abortion? You know what I mean? With the, like, in all honesty, like, what if I had to have a kid, right? I'm not going to keep the kid if I don't want it, so now it goes up for adoption. So what if there's somebody, like, in my life who really can't have a kid, like, couple that we know? I can't do that. Like, I can't give them my kid. Right. Like, now mm -hmm. I have to be... Make it so much harder. Like, around this kid, and, like, I know they're having a good life, but sometimes you just need, like, that space from them, and that's totally okay. And then you're going to open up even more doors than there would be in the future of, like, regret or... Right. Regret or just, like, sadness or feeling like you could have done it. When in right. reality, like, I'm sure you could have, but, like, you did the best thing for your kid. And, and yourself at that time. Right. And so, like, it makes me mad that she's, like, she says, relieved. We offer to take her child. That's not your child. Why are you relieved? You know what I mean? They like, were just relieved to hear that she was going to put it up for adoption. She was, they, they were relieved because they could take it. Yeah. They weren't relieved. No, and no part of Well, that there was a chance they could. Right. There's no part. And I sympathize, too. But there were no part of, like, the, the woman could have been, like, 
are you sure this is what you want to do? Like, mm-hmm. we need to talk about this. Yeah. This is a huge too, step. Too baby hungry. Super baby hungry. Grosses me out. Honestly, all this yeah. grosses me out. She's like a little fucking incubator for um, their child. So I move on to the Sorry. Edit. I'm just very upset about this. <laughs> <laughs> Austin's like, you know, I mean, like, I have two heads. He's like, calm down. It's going to be okay. <laughs> all right. Edit. I think people are misreading, or maybe I wrote it poorly. Here was our outlook. A, if she wants to keep the pregnancy, we will be there for emotional support, and since she's single and not really established financial support, we would first to just be helpers, not trying to steal anyone's baby here. If she didn't want to, or B, if she didn't want to keep the baby because of financial stress and emotional toll, we would gladly give it home. Since she was clearly against abortion we thought that those were the two best options to keep the baby in a stable environment and then in all caps double edit this blew up by asking if i am the asshole i want to make very clear that i am not inferring that she is the asshole okay thanks fair enough that's a really good point she's not the asshole i'm glad that he thinks that hopefully that's the case this is not your baby. Why are they so entitled to this baby? It's weird. They keep on talking about well, it, it like... It, it, it was nice that he said, uh, which he didn't mention in the original post, there are two outlooks. The first was if she wanted to keep the baby as friends, they were going to be there to help her emotionally and financially. That's like really nice to say. Yeah, that's nice to say. Like... Can you imagine? Okay, so we. But I will say okay. the way that he wrote the original post, it didn't come across that that is how they phrase the interaction with her. You know, maybe it was that totally was, for their own agenda. Maybe, maybe with- that was something they discussed later on. But by saying like, "Oh, would you have abortion?" and then she says no. Oh, okay. Well, we would love to take the baby if you. There's like so many like other options. Like she, oh, like you can. She could still keep the baby. Like I don't. Well, for, that's what this. I know. First option I know. was. I'm just. I can't. I. I look at this and it makes me like upset because I feel like there's so small parts of this that really like support and care about her like autonomy. It's, like, just the baby. It's just the fucking baby. Like, we'll we'll support you if you have the baby. When the baby comes out, we can take it. Like, it's like she is pregnant and navigating through so many terrible things and maybe great. I don't know. Things like whatever she's going through. And it just seems like the two people are, like... I mean, I I don't entirely agree because... That's cool. They said that they were going to help her out if even if she tried decided to have the kid. Like, I feel like that's just, like, a charitable uh, point of view where, like, they know that she might need help with taking care of a child as a single mother. But um, I think, like, they're doing that to be around the baby. I mean, maybe like, they're just good friends and they want... No, I, I agree. I mean, maybe... I, I think it's coming across a little bit to me. I guess the whole thing that's coming across to me is more, like, not as good friends as they should be to, like, be having these conversations. The way that he worded it, they didn't navigate the friendship boundaries well when it came to, like, asking her for the kid. I just keep on thinking about the fact that if I got pregnant right now, maybe like you were in the situation and like we know a couple that was like been trying to have a baby for a long time and i just don't think that like 
the first thing that they would do is ask that question. Yeah, it's a very that's, weird thing. that's definitely like, that's what I was thinking as well. Like, even if you're interested in adopting a kid, like, that's something that you let the mother come to on their own conclusion. Exactly. That's, I not, guess that's all I was trying to say. And not, Thank you. And not like, right, Thank you. not like right when you find out, like, oh, if you don't abort it, we could totally take it off your hands. That is such a delicate conversation that yeah. that conversation should happen if she decides to have the kid like six, seven months down the line. She needs more time. So I would say I think he's the asshole. OP is the asshole. OP is the asshole. I mean, I get where he's coming from. Like, I understand. Well, and his wife, because to... she was the one that had the original conversation. Honestly, his wife's probably the more of the asshole. But, um, but... but I could, like, what do you think? I think go his against, wife go against the grain his, here. His wife had a poor conversation with a friend. Um, I think he's like grieving about the kid, um, but at least he's. It seems like not being overtly mean to the mother, but um, which it, I would be like would have gone off on him for. It is nice that he made the double edit at the end that he wasn't inferring that she was an asshole. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, I'm sad for both sides because okay. I want the couple to be able to have a kid if they want one. And also I don't want their relationship with this friend to be ruined because of this. And I don't want the woman who t got an abortion to now have that affect her. I hope it doesn't. Right. All right. So we've got one last one. We're like on mile 38 here. Um, so this is hot off the presses. Post number four. Post number four. The last one, I think. We've decided to make this a commuter podcast. And, you know, now that we've, like, established ourselves as a commuter podcast, I think we can put in some nice games, some local asshole news. What's a commuter podcast? Like the type of podcast you commute with. Oh. Okay. I thought it was a clever little thing. No, I, I agree. Am I the asshole for throwing out all of the food in the communal fridge? And this is by account throw me away be. Account throw me away B. All right, whatever. I guess you're having fun with this OP. B-E at the end. Yeah. None of the users today had underscores in their names. Oh, well, you do know that I printed out some with underscores. So that's mm. on you for not picking pick them. One. I'm, I'm a little upset by that. This, yeah. this username would have been a lot easier to understand with underscores in between the names or no, the words. You're really just like a yeah. poster child for underscores. I'm trying to lead us into a better future. All right. Okay, I know I'm probably the asshole, but honestly, I feel like I'm justified. I've just recent, I've just returned to work since having my bub. Oh, I'm a coliac. Guys, we're uneducated. We have two degrees. All right, I am a C O E L I A C, and obviously can only eat gluten free. I make a special lunch every day for work. Four days in a row, my first week back at work, and my food was going missing when I go to get it from the fridge. I sent out an email to all staff in the office about it. The next day, the same thing again, so I went to my boss. He sent out 
out an email reminding people to only eat their food. The next day it happened again. FYI, I have my name on it. I asked my boss if we could put cameras in the lunchroom. He said no. I asked if he could comp my lunch expenses I had as I had to buy food from the local cafe and it's just expensive you. He said no. Wait, did they say it that way? <laughs> yeah, they did <laughs> with the exclamation point, which I very much appreciate. I sent out another email and spoke to as many people as I could, about 15 out of the 20 in my office. The next day, I was feeling more positive. I left a note on my food again, stating it was mine and not to touch it. Lunchtime comes around again and my food is gone. This is day four, I think. I was pissed, so I threw out everything that was in the fridge. No one technically knows it was me, as I haven't admitted to doing it, just like the jerk-off who hasn't come forward. Appreciate the usage of the jerk-off. The boss sent out another email threatening written notice for anyone who touches anyone else's food. My lunch hasn't been touched since. My husband told me I was an asshole because everyone in my office doesn't deserve to have their lunch ruined because of one person stealing mine. I think I'm justified because no one took the blame for what they did, and my boss wouldn't do anything about it. I'm sure once everyone had their lunch ruined, they understand how much it would have sucked for me. Am I the asshole? Oof. So, I'm really, really all about, um, you know, revenge stories. <laughs> oh, God, I don't know. I'm really torn by this one, and a lot of people were like, how can you be torn online? Like, as if they were, like, answering my thing. They were like, this is a question of one person deciding to throw out, like, 20 people's property. Like, OP's ridiculous because she decided that, like, her lunch got stolen for four or five days, and she was like, fuck all y'all, and, like, threw their shit out. Um, but in her defense, she went to her boss, who probably is, must be the one eating her lunches if he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's my unpopular opinion. That's and your fan theory. That's definitely my fan theory, and it's canon. So he's eating the her lunches. Boss. In the break room with her lunch. <laughs> shout out oh, Clue. Shout out Clue. And he is Colonel Mustard. <laughs> so she went to her boss multiple times. And again, nothing to do with the other people's lunches. She threw out like kind of a dick. But, and she's also eating gluten-free. And as much as I want to shit on people eating gluten-free, because I just don't care. That doesn't mean that she doesn't need to. There are people with legitimate dietary no. reasons for eating gluten-free yeah yeah there are yeah i just and I guess, which would make it harder for her to go out and purchase a lunch uh, mm -hmm. if she didn't you know in comparison to whatever she prepared for herself yeah that would be the situation where it would be like way different than me being like let me trade in first off no one would steal my lunch one, because it'd be non-existent, or two, because it would be like a sandwich or some something of that sort. I'm sure her food was stolen because it was good. In any case, I could go to like McDonald's and buy something and just like kind of hate my life. But the fact that like it's obviously something that like she has to eat this way is super upsetting because that means like I don't know if the person knows that, but regardless if they do or they do not, like, it's still annoying. For it to happen so many days and for, like, her boss to talk about it, 
and then her boss to not want to set up cameras. When I read a few of the comments, there were people telling her, like, that's why they have lockboxes, or that's why you can bring your lunch with, like, a cooler thing on it. And my thought was, like, oh, so we're victim-blaming now? That's we're victim-blaming lunch-stealing? That's not her responsi- like, responsibility to do. You would think that food would be safe in a work fridge. You would think, but have you ever had your lunch stolen? No, I haven't. What? You have never had your lunch stolen. I don't think so. I've had my energy drink stolen. See, that's different than a full-on lunch, though. Oh, it is? Are you the person stealing energy drinks? No, I'm not. I would... The most I've ever taken out of a uh, communal fridge was a little bit of salad dressing out of someone's bottle that was in a fridge. Honey, was it in the lunch? No, they, they like... Okay. People will take in condiments and leave them on the I shelf. I like that we're doing this right now. Okay, People will take else? in condiments and leave them on the shelf. What else have you taken? And they'll put their name on it. Mm. And, like, I might forget my salad dressing. And so, like... Can't have uh, it dry. And so I'll get it never dry. You always want a little bit of moisture. So, um, I'll take a little bit of salad dressing. I have also <laughs> taken a little bit of coffee creamer out of the fridge. I okay. will... Um, Follow both of these by saying, I feel very guilty after doing both of these things. Aww, I still... I still do it for the sake of my lunch. I will say, I would never steal somebody's entire meal from the fridge, especially as someone that takes my lunches very seriously. It's so fucked up to steal somebody's food. <laughs> oh my god. Especially... If you're somebody that has, like, dietary restrictions and you bring food based on that. That's so fucked up. Oh, I'm, like, I don't know why I'm laughing. There's no reason for me to be laughing. Also, a lot of people that bring their food bring them for one or two reasons. Either the – well, maybe three reasons, mm-hmm. including this person's case. Um, food preferences, dietary restrictions – or cost savings. Yes, that's and what she like, was talking about. All of those three things to take from somebody is like a super fucked up thing to do. Yeah, you I know? mean, that's probably like, not to cut you off, it's probably like if she, I mean, based on the lunches she's making, I don't think she's like throwing in a fucking like pizza that she ordered at the beginning of the week and calling it meal prepping. Yeah, that's not gluten-free. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I mean, it, And it's not, it's not like this person is taking two sandwiches off the Jason's Deli party platter that was left in the break room, like, and, and feeling bad about that because like... They ate two, and someone might have gotten zero. Well, like, They're, like, stealing somebody's fucking lunch. Whatever. So, she has the right to be super fucking upset, which people say. And then, for all the people victim-blaming her, like, you know what you can do if you don't want your good lunch getting stolen? You can put it by yourself with a little, like, cooling pack every day. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me that grown-ass adults can't, like, trust each other? Trust each other enough to not steal their fucking lunch so i agree i agree with you i thought it was just funny because i wanted to mention that i keep my lunch in my <laughs> office with a cooler pack <laughs> in my in my lunch sack oh my god <laughs> but <laughs> i will say it's not it's not I'm because <laughs> 
it's not because I'm worried about people stealing my food. It's because the fridge isn't close to my office, so I don't take my lunch over to <laughs> the fridge to store it in there. All right. Oh. But I completely agree with you. You shouldn't have to feel like you need to do that simply for the sake of your lunch getting stolen. Okay. I just thought it was a funny coincidence that I do, in fact, keep my lunch next to me in my office on an ice pack. This is the <laughs> first time in our almost two-year relationship and six-year friendship that I have ever heard that Austin keeps his lunch right next to him. <laughs> I keep it on the this floor is, next to me in my lunchbox with me, an ice pack. This is, oh my God, this is just a fucking psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> this is making so much sense now. First off, I'm dripping in, like, the Bon and Bee thing because I, like, legit spit it out onto <laughs> my carpet. It's, like, now all on my arm. But... RIP security deposit. Oh, God. That was gone the year of it in this place. But now everything is aligning. Again, I wanted to go to the kitchen and see, or the kitchen and, like, the break room and see everybody. That is annoying as shit. Also, a, a lot of our fridges are super full. I okay. do want to say, based on my Tupperware preference, mm. I only own six glass containers. No, five. Five glass containers, one of them for each day of the week, because I tried to move away from plastic because I was like worried about microwaving plastic all the time and eating out of it. Also, the containers are all the same dimensions, so it helps me like portion each day's uh, amount of food the same and so if I were to like put it in another container which would be plastic I might fuck that up also I could get cancer from whatever the microwave plastic is all great so, points so that's what I should have gotten so you for yes, your birthday might, this weekend so, it's just like a bunch of no but I already have all five I already have all the ones I need why don't you just have some extra instead of asking your girlfriend to bring you some let's be on the point <laughs> is this person an asshole I'm on the chopping block here Spice I will say I could picture myself being in a situation where I were as mad as OP yeah. and was thinking about doing the things that OP did. But you wouldn't do but that. But I don't know if I would go to those links. So what she should have done was waited outside of the break room with her big cartoonish net yes, in hiding and then waited for whoever the coworker was, boss or otherwise – to come out, lunch in hand, and then she entraps them in the net. So not only does she catch them in the act, but she secures them to shame them for all the coworkers to see as the piece of shit, lunch-stealing coworker that they are. How far away is the breaker from her? For example, is it like, I just burped flowers. Um, I just want to know, like, can OP get off enough time during the day to just kind of like stealthily look around and try to figure this out? I think that her boss is such a dick also for not really caring enough. I mean, they sent out an email. Is that as much as you can care in the workplace? For something like one individual's lunches when they have other things to worry every, about i think maybe every day is such a weird thing that i always want to put i almost want to put a conspiracy theory out there that op is hated by somebody because op's a dick in their work life 
Oh, that is a good theory. And that's why they, like, keep stealing the stuff. And that's why all of the other employees get behind it. Well, all the other employees might just not know, you know, who did it. I don't know. I feel like OP said that she talked to 15 to 20 other people in the workplace, which seems like a lot of people. I thought that they just said they sent out emails. No. OP said, I think you took it in our technical difficulties. OP said... I sat in her email and spoke to as many people as I could, about 15 or 20 in my office. Oh. So that means that people know that someone's stealing her lunch and would maybe, like, and they just don't give a shit. Well, I mean, uh, from my situation in the workplace, like, if someone were taking someone else's food out of the fridge, I would never know. I get that. You like, know? why like, would you know? Like, I don't just hang around the fridge, and I also don't walk around and see what people are eating for lunch, so I wouldn't know mm-hmm. um, if that occurred, like, who it could possibly be. Yeah. Um, I'm not that dialed into the office place drama. Well, you don't have to be. You don't ever eat in the break room. You don't even <laughs> go in there. But... Um, Oh, wait, you do go in there because my favorite lunch is in there, which is even more crazy than well, we, we don't, do. We don't really have a break room on our floor. So you do have a microwave. We though. just have two small – we have, like, uh, two small kitchenettes. Suddenly your um, insistence on those cold pack things makes so much more sense now. I always used to wonder why you were so anal about them. I'd be like, when do you use them that much that you would care? Well, also, also, even if you were keeping your food in the fridge, with the stuff I make, I would want it to be cold, like, while I take it to work, before I put it in the fridge at the oh office. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's what? just so much, like, so much privilege <laughs> happening some, and here. Then, and then sometimes the fridge is full, and I can't fit my food in it, so I'd rather just take an ice pack and leave it by my desk. So Reddit talked a little bit about how how she should have just put ghost peppers in her food like any normal person would have. But That's diabolical. So, you know, there's like a law where if you think that someone's going to steal something and then you put something in it, technically you're poisoning them. Oh. So if you put like, if you know someone is going to steal your Diet Coke and you put a laxative in it, a laxative. That was my thought. She should have put laxatives in the food. That like technically people have got like, Sued found for guilty it. and like or sued and found guilty for it i feel like the, which is uh, so stupid to me the um the penalty for spiking someone with a laxative is probably so low that it would be worth it to do it like a you might get a community little bit service. Of community service probably if, not, yeah if, if that if they if if the person that you give the laxative to even like tries to press any charges oh yeah i mean it's just so stupid because it's like, well, this technically would have been my drink, but because you're such a garbage person, I know you're going to steal it, and now it makes it illegal, whatever I do with it. It's like, it's not your, it's not my fault you suck. Um, but people were suggesting that she should, my favorite was food coloring, that she like put on something without realizing it, and then their mouth turns a certain color. I like to shame people. Oh, that's a yeah, good Yeah, I like one. to so be like, it, you're gonna, the asshole. It's not going to hurt their health, but you would be able to tell who did it. Yes. So. Or they could put one of those um, paint bombs that 
banks put in supposedly their money when they get stolen. I don't think it's supposedly. I think it's like they do it. So when they open up the lunch, it just explodes blue paint in their face. It's like when you pull a fire alarm. It's always there. People were saying that it's a really dick move for somebody to not eat their lunch or like nobody eat their lunch essentially and the person who was stealing the lunch probably didn't like care as much because they were stealing lunch because they didn't have a lunch so now every single other person is being affected by this and nobody cares as much anymore but i argue that people care a lot more because it affects them and people are selfish well my thing is i'm trying to put myself in this situation one I wouldn't know if somebody was stealing someone else's lunch in the office. And two... So many, with so many emails like that every single day, you would, though. Well, there were only... It seems like only, there were only two emails. Like, the boss sent out one when... After when the second, you're OP like, oh, this is a thing. <laughs> and then the second was after everybody threw out the food. and that, or When she threw out the food, mm. and that's when everybody stopped. Uh-uh. Oh, you're missing one. Oh. There's there's an email. Yeah. So there were a couple emails. Either way, one, I don't think I would have noticed somebody stealing somebody else's lunch. Um, well, you wouldn't know because you were in your office. Two, <laughs> it wasn't my lunch, so I wouldn't care. <laughs> that is totally so. You're, I feel like you're the dick. I feel like no. I mean, I would I would empathize. I'd be like, man, that sucks. But I feel like you wouldn't give a shit. Really. But also, I keep my good lunch. In my own office, so it doesn't. You were like, wow. <laughs> I'm just defending the other employees in the office mm-hmm. that had no part of this debacle, as to why they might not be super invested in going on uh, forensic files to figure uh, out who. Took I would the food. love a good pair of forensic. What I files. want to know is what happened to all of the containers that she. Or That's what people that they were brought upset her about. Food in, like beyond the lunch, people were like, "Did you just throw people's containers?" Yeah. Oh wait, and hers too. Yeah, like did they just like, well, fuck this. I feel like I know it's because I work in a place that's a little bit smaller in terms of the campus or like where I work, but I would think it'd be easy to know based on how OP is talking, like who it might be. In I mean, which, it just depends on your office setup. But. Right. I know that. But in which case, part of me is not, like, ever, like, the end-all, like, be-all of some, like, rather, the ends justify the means. But at the same time, nobody else would have really cared. Got the result they wanted to in the end. Their lunch didn't get stolen anymore. Can you be an asshole but be a... A justified asshole. I was going to say the exact same thing. I think OP is a justified asshole. Really? Because a lot of people were shitting on her and being like, who knows what people had in their lunchbox. They could have had a note from their kid. Oh, who gives a shit? They, like, yeah. get, make your kid make another note for you. I don't care about that. Somebody has a, they might have had money. I'd be like, oh, yeah, that kind of sucked. Yeah. Nobody puts money in their lunch <laughs> in the communal fridge. Sometimes... Uh, Desperate times call for desperate measures. She answered the bell and did what she had to do. Well, what would you as somebody... Is it a she? It's a she. She said that. She's my husband, so I guess it's being presumptuous. But what would would your reaction before we sign off on this podcast be if you walked to the fridge and you kept your lunch there, whatever, and you walked to the fridge and you opened it, 
And it was not there anymore, and neither was anyone else's. Oh, as in somebody else in the office threw everybody's out? You would have lost I'd your shit. I'd be fucking pissed. Yeah. But. Since you're not in that case, it doesn't affect you. I'm, yeah, as somebody that keeps my lunch to myself. I can't even believe that's a real thing. I'm going to have to make fun of him so much for this no, revelation. I was going to say, I would be fucking pissed, but I understand the anger of OP. Not saying I would do what they did. <laughs> yeah, it was a dictator. But it, the idea would be in my head. I think um, what I would have done originally was yes, toss. minus the net joke. I would have tried to catch them in the act, whether that be like walking around at lunch if people are eating so their sweetie. offices yeah. and see like, is there evidence of my meal there? Or if it was in the break room. Oh, they mentioned adding a camera to the break room. But I don't know where the thief is eating the food i would just just walk around the office trying to get clues uh as to what happened you know maybe call in holmes to uh assist me on my um detective work i will uh, i will be your watson but the thing is is that it's like when you steal something you're gonna steal something like cream right something like or like a drink, a very passable part of something. Part Never of take something. the whole. Right. <laughs> you wanted to leave the impression that nothing was taken. If you're going to steal lunch, steal the chips out of the lunch. You know, steal. Um, Maybe I don't, don't steal know. anything. I mean, I would say steal nothing, but to steal a whole lunch, that is a bold move. Part of a condiment. Move. Part of a condiment. That's a bold move. You're just trying to defend yourself over here. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to defend stealing. I'm just going to say. That is the least egregious thing you can take out of a communal fridge. Oh, absolutely. I think most people would, if you were put on the not the asshole, or am I the asshole, that most people would be, like, maybe in your favor for that one. Not really, but they wouldn't hate you the way they hate OP for this. OP, you suck. You shouldn't have done this. You threw away, like, people's shit. At the same time, nothing was getting done. And sometimes, like, you have to just be like, I don't care. And kudos to you for not caring because you might get fired for this. You shouldn't have put this on Reddit. What are you doing? This is stupid. Take this down. I'm going to go with the fan theory that nobody likes OP in the office. And so <laughs> you mean just, my theory? Yeah. Uh, fan theory from this podcast. Yeah. That nobody likes them in the office and somebody was just fucking with them and stealing their food. I love – that would be the best thing if this was like a um shit, what's that? Uh, that fucking play book with the train and they all did it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You ruined this movie for me, although I have not watched it. They all did it on their own, but they like they were trying to find out. You're ruining it for me. <laughs> Still, I haven't watched it though. You know what it is. But there's a lot of it's famous like a people fucking in it. Classic Johnny Depp's in it on oh, yeah. a train. It's, um... Yeah. No, you don't need to ruin it for me. <laughs> or any listeners. With that, I say, just to tie it up, you're the justified asshole. So, I guess we're not going to do plugs, because what do we really have to plug? Except my great book. But beyond that, um... We can plug our socials. Well, I was going to say, I'm going, oh, sir. Sorry. Um, you're the a-hole... I hate saying it, it makes me cringe, but I'm going to say it anyway. You're the a-hole... At twitter.com is not a thing, but it's on Twitter. Look That's for our us. Twitter handle. Yeah, you're the hole at Gmail if you want to send in your own asshole moments that you feel are justified or not justified. We will decide for you. Or any loves or hates or critiques. Yes. 
I mean, I fully intend the critiques to be, why did I have to spend two and a half hours of my life listening to this? But on that note... Um, if you did, thank you very much. You made it here. Far. Good job, guys. We'll see you next week. Anything you want to sign off with? Don't be the asshole. Don't be the asshole. <laughs>